The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. Today on Top of the Stretch, we're speaking with trainer and sometimes driver, Chris Beaver. Chris, uh, I guess uh, you decided uh, to drive a race down at Side of the Downs the other night, didn't you? Yeah, I just had one that's had trouble getting around the track safe. Uh, qualifies all right and then makes a break. So, um, I'm, I've been doing the qualifiers on him, so I decided to stay on for one race and try to get him around there. So. Now, you will drive more at the county fairs and such, but uh, very seldom do you get into the bike unless it's a problem horse then, huh? Right, right. Sometimes young ones, uh, I'll drive a start or two. Uh, not so much recently, though. I've I've got drivers that, that do well with my horses most of the time. So uh, if, if they're trotting good and there aren't any problems, I, I usually have a catch driver on them. Yeah. It appears that you're off to a, a great start for the 2021 racing season. If uh, the action of your horses is any barometer at uh, Miami Valley in the last uh, few weeks. Yeah, I really had a good 30 days there at, at Miami Valley. Uh, I can't re- recall, you know, having, being at one track, having so much uh, success over a 30-day period. Yeah. Is, it, is that kind of unusual to have your stable be that good early on in the season? Uh, no, not really. Um, we we train in Florida. Um, my three-year-olds, are they all go to Florida in the winter. I train my young ones at home for the most part, but... Uh, when we leave Florida, they're they're really tight and they're ready to go. Um, you know, we maybe have a week or two we're ironing out kinks from changing racetracks, getting the shoeing right, stuff like that. But they're 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 fit. You know, they've had a lot of training miles, and uh, we usually start off strong there. Isn't that a little bit different though than other trainers? Most generally, the ones that go to Florida, the the babies, the young two year olds, and uh, you do it just the opposite. Right. I found that uh, I can really get them, you know, I can, my my philosophy on the two-year-olds, you know, for, for Ohio is that, uh, you know, I'm training them on the small track. It it um, it teaches them a lot more about what they need to know, you know, here early on. Um, what, what they don't get maybe is the, the speed they learn in the straightaways and uh, also work on a sand track down in Florida, really builds up the horses, gets them strong. You know, I look at it as, you know, with the three-year-olds, I only keep the good ones. And I look at the the two-coming-three campaign uh, going into it as a, a working vacation. You know, they spend 24 hours a day outside in the sun. Um, they they uh, do a lot of work on the sand track, so it's not hard on them, but it's it's building them up all the way through. And they're learning high speed in the straightaways. Let's uh, now talk about your success uh, in the past month at Miami Valley. And we'll zone in on the first leg of the Buckeye Stallion Series and the Ohio Cyrus Stakes. Uh, a pacer in the Chris Beaver stable? Is that kind of unusual, a sleeping single? <laughs> well, I have I have a few, you know, all the time. We had one we raced in uh, Sire Stakes a few years ago named He Racer. I actually had a very good um, pacer 
couple very good paces in in Canada, but one in particular, his name was Cam Ace Fellow. He ended up being a world champion. So I don't I don't train very many pacers, uh, just a couple a year maybe. But uh, you know, it's it's nice to diversify a little bit. Sleeping single by Racing Hill uh, was a winner in the Buckeye Stallion Series first leg, one fifty four and three. Did that kind of surprise mm-hmm. you that uh, you win with him? No, he's been coming good. He's um, he's had a nice prep. But, you know, Danny Noble did a good job. You know, getting him started this year didn't didn't uh, you know, he wasn't real hard on him racing him, and he's he's learning to finish good. And uh, you know, he was he was ready for that. Margin of error, another pacer in the Buckeye Stallion Series, finished third mm-hmm. and was individually tied in fifty-five and one. Uh, another mm-hmm. racing hill. Right, right. Yeah, I had had two of them last year, and I also had a McArdle filly. We ended up selling. Um, yeah, she's she was a good two-year-old. She won the um, won the consolation for the sire stakes last year so um she really didn't grow you know i mean she's doing what she's supposed to but uh you know she didn't didn't uh um progress like the the colt did you know she was she was more of a talented too in the buckeye stallion series three-year-old philly trot uh, you were a winner with irish princess taking a lifetime mark of 158 and is undefeated a perfect two for two this season yeah, she's a she's a fast filly. She was second in the first leg of the Sire Stakes as a two-year-old, uh, and then had uh, a broken knee after that. We had we ended up doing surgery on both knees, so I've been taking it slow with her this year, trying to um, get her um, ready to maybe make the jump later on, but. Uh, She's she's definitely got a lot of speed. I uh, don't quite have the shoeing ironed out like I'd like to yet, but I mean she hopefully by you know later on she'll be in the sire stakes. Another winner in the uh, Buckeye Stallion Series for you, uh, Billy Trotter, fanciful invention, one fifty-seven and three, and now I believe uh, four starts with two wins this season. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, she's. She is a uh, pretty well-bred filly. I bought the um, bought the dam uh, at the Delaware sale, um, but it, it, w- it was a nice mare. I bred her to Triumph and Caviar, and a, a few years ago she had a sister um, named Refine that was really strong in the sire stakes. I didn't have her, but uh, um, this filly she has she has speed, but she's a little tough to manage. You know, a little little aggressive, a little bit foul gated. You know, but uh, she's had a nice start this year. Another uh, trotter in the Buckeye Stallion Series was Chip It In, finished second mm-hmm. in his division. What about right. Chip It In? I thought she, I when I trained her down at two, I thought she was the real deal. I mean, she's clean gated, she's big, strong, covers ground, um, just doesn't finish great. You know, she won the first leg of the Sire Stakes at two. And then just kind of struggled through the rest of the season, you know, trotting, but but not finishing strong enough to make an impact. I think she's been a little better this year. You know, normally a clean-gated horse like that, they do learn to go faster, and she seems to be headed that way. In the Ohio Sire Stakes, uh, three-year-old Colt Trot, uh, winning ticket, perfect form mm-hmm. for four this season. 
He won an elimination of the Hackett. He wins the final of the Hackett, wins the Scarlet and Gray, and first leg of the Ohio Cyrus State co-winner, uh, undefeated this season, winning ticket. Mm-hmm. He's a very fast horse. Uh, in fact, he's never been beat trotting a clean line, yet he had uh, he had uh, some uh, defeats last year, but I think he ran in every one of them. Um, so he, um, he he's just he's, he's a really good horse. He, you know, is a typical triumph, a little bit of gate problems. But, uh, you know, when he's, <laughs> when he's in full flight, he's pretty good. 172,000 lifetime. You think those breaking mm-hmm. problems, uh, at least hopefully, are behind him? Yeah, I, I think he's a lot better this year, a lot more mature. I castrated him at the end of his uh, two-year-old year. He used to, uh, most of the mistakes he made last year would be, you know, he'd be sitting in a hole and they'd jam up in front of him. He just wanted to go more and he'd get a little rank in that situation. You know, this year, um, Aaron says, you know, you can go a 27 second quarter and then you can go in 31 if you want to. He's very manageable, trotting straight, trotting cleaner. So, I mean, I have, I have high hopes for this horse. I don't think it I've had a triumphant that looked any better than him at this point. Tangle with me was in that uh, division, finished third. Uh, uh, still a maiden, but mm-hmm. banked 77,000 lifetime. Yeah, he was, uh, he's just a very professional horse. He was always good last year when, uh, you know, others necessarily w- weren't necessarily good, you know. So he picked up Chucks right along the way, picked up a check in the final. Uh, I've been fighting some really high liver counts with him the last few starts, so he hasn't he hasn't been as sharp the last couple starts. Um, resting him right now, trying to get that sorted out. It's a really difficult thing to fix when their liver counts are out of whack. Last year, uh, Spider the Striker was a perfect mm-hmm. two for two and. You had high hopes for this one, I believe, last year, didn't you? Oh yeah, I thought uh, I thought he was a um, I thought he was going to be able to race outside of Ohio when uh, the sire stakes were over. Um, he ended up breaking a coffin bone in a training mile after only two starts. So uh, you know we've had to bring him back from that, and uh, you know it bothers him a little bit, but he's starting to come around get it together and uh, got up the other day. So, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, a horse like that doesn't necessarily, they may not ever be the same horse they were before the injury, but uh, he's, he's learning to, he's learning to race. He was a nose winner over uh, Perron, the two-year-old champion in Ohio last year in the Sire Stake final uh, uh, was just a nose back. What about uh, yeah. his coming Perron, back? Prawn's getting a lot better. I uh, I castrated him recently. He's uh, he's coming on pretty good now, and he could. I, in my opinion, he's probably uh, the most likely horse to give uh, give a winning ticket a run in the end. You almost took everything in that uh, division because we have another trotter, Panzano, who was fourth in that mm-hmm. same race. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, yeah, he's he's come back really good this year. I'm I'm pleased with him. He's uh he uh it was second to um winning ticket a couple times in fifty four and wasn't too far off. Um and he's uh he picked up some good checks last year too, so he's just a real nice horse. I've had a few other of those Coragiosas that uh, uh, Joe Svidaro sent to me, and they've, they've been nice professional horses to race, and he, he's the same way. In the other division of the three-year-old Philly Trots, you had Ozma, uh, Triumph mm-hmm. Caviar, and Aaron Drove, uh, individually timed, I believe, in, what, 155? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Ozma's a... Ozma is a, a professional little filly. She's, uh, you know, gives us about the same effort every time. She's always straight on both lines, and uh, you know, she's. I think she's trotted around 55 three times now, and you know, she's always pretty close. I thought she raced really well the last time, you know, out. She uh, she looked almost for a second like she might get up and win it, but uh, you know, that, that's a very very strong group, the three year old trotting fillies. You know. A lot of these uh, trotters are by Triumph and Caviar, horses mm-hmm. you've had from the get-go. Is there one particular trait that Triumph and Caviar gives to his offspring? I, I would mostly say that, I mean, I know a lot of their traits at this point because I've trained so many of them, but uh, um, they're, they're a pretty tough breed you know, they, they keep coming, you know, and, and there's a little bit more depth to them than your average, average horse here in Ohio. So if you can unlock that, you've got a pretty good horse, you know, they're, they're a little tough to train because they, they aren't good gated early. Um, I wear, I wear trotting hobbles on most of them, you know, but, uh, but they can go further than a lot of the, a lot of the breeds here in Ohio. And that makes a difference. Do you buy your trotting hobbles by the hundreds, or I've got I've got about half of my two-year-olds in them right now, and even more than that on my probably probably two-thirds of my three-year-olds are in them. And uh, you know, by by the time my two-year-olds race, there won't be many in Ohio that don't wear them. And I, I think it's the nature of racing in this state. They're, racing on half mile tracks and they're, you know, racing on the front end a lot of times, you know, which isn't ideal, but you know, when you're on a half and a five eight, um, that's, that's the way it goes. So they got to be able to leave the gate. The, you know, you, you've got to bomb proof them for the drivers or you don't stand a chance. That's the way I look at it. Now we won't go into them in detail t- today on this podcast, because we'll be coming up to your farm, uh, probably in the next couple of weeks to talk to you about your young two-year-old Ohio breads. But uh, how's your two-year-old crop looking overall? Uh, they look pretty good. I've been around 210 in the bike with a lot of them over at the fairgrounds. So, uh, you know, I think I, I, I've got another stronger group of Ohio breads, and I've got some out-of-state horses, too, that uh, um, we, we spent some money on uh, – you know, some Jersey breads and some Pennsylvania. Um, so I've got hopes for them. Usually I don't, I don't spend much on my yearlings, but we got a group together and spent uh, close to half a million on, uh, on year, yearlings last year. So hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to make an impact with those. 
we will be talking to you in a, uh, probably the next week to 10 days and uh, arranging a date to come up to the farm and uh, uh, sit down with you and talk about your two-year-olds and get some videotape on them for an upcoming edition of Freshman Focus. So, Chris, thank you for giving us a few minutes here this morning. I would appreciate it. We'll talk to you in a few oh, you're days. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association.